welcome the to the first, first visual episode. Exactly. The first the visual, visual pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Let me start that though. <laughs> You can say that again. But I just see the I will. Over. I think I am. <laughs> oh man! Again, welcome to the first visual episode of my anime list. Gets longer every day. This is episode four. Yes, episode with four. now with added visual pleasure. Just uh, this is this is not, not gonna be a good idea. It's the best idea. What are you talking oh, about? Man. I got my jacked up hairline. I got some stubble coming in. I got my Dragon Con hoodie on. What are you talking about? It's the best idea ever. No facial hair at all. There's a little bit. Look at that little shadow. Look at that. Anyway. Happy. Song, hey, but Fredo, it's got a lot going on. Happy No Nut November. Sure. <laughs> yeah, for real. Sure. <laughs> I don't know who came up with that shit. First of all, I'm not doing No Nut November on my birthday month. No freaking way. <laughs> that is not happening at all. It, 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 uh, no. I'll do Movember and like not shave, even though I don't grow facial hair. But no, 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 no I'm good. No Shave November is the only thing I'm doing. That's it. No Shave November. This is about as long as my facial hair gets for No Shave November. No, no, so. November sounds like a, a holiday that dudes that don't get none anyway already start doing. And especially considering it goes into Destroy Dick December. It's like, uh, no. I heard that uh, today. What? Uh, <laughs> Who made these things? I don't know. Probably the same people that gave us like National Pizza Day, National Pizza Month. I just wish we could just have national pizza year so I can just eat pizza all day, every day. Honestly. <laughs> anyway, anyway <laughs> away from this trash topic, wasn't a whole lot going on uh, this week in anime. Um, not a whole lot. I know we tried to look up some things. Did, did nothing new really draw other than uh, anime that we've already been watching. I know you saw Overly Cautious Hero. The new episode was great. And it's kind of good. it's the end of the year probably you know holidays coming up everyone's worried about thanksgiving and christmas coming up so there's probably not going to be any major announcements coming out like, no 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 i don't think so either um i do know the visuals for the demon slayer is it play or Broadway play? Yeah, the out? stage play. Yeah, they dropped some. They look really good. I think all of them look good except um, Inosuke. His was a little. Off. Yeah, I didn't like his his boar mask. Yeah, like yeah, I, we we both seen better cosplay. Yeah, masks. like seen quite a few really good Inosukes that have had better boar masks than the one of the stage play. But other than that, like. The lighting and the pictures they took, the shading on their costumes, they all look really good. Like, I can't knock the costumes. Like, normally, you know, you see a live action thing, you're just like, oh, kind of cringy. These all look really good. The makeup. It, oh, I'm here for the Zenitsu, by the way. He he is bishi as all get out. Swoon. Zenitsu. That guy. <laughs> I don't know what to call him. Just scared, or he's like a closet pervert. I don't even know. He, I don't know. He he looks like he looks so much like a pretty boy in the stage play. Like he looks like so much like a pretty boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, I actually like all the. I like all the looks, and they got old dude. And the mask, I can't even remember his name. Muzin over here looking like straight up like Michael Jackson from Smooth Criminal. Oh, you're not talking. Oh, you talk about like Muzin? Is I you okay. Was, I thought you was talking about um, Tanjiro's first master. Oh no, um, Sakanji. No, Sakanji's mask actually looks really good. They the ma- the mask they made looks really dope for it. But yeah, they all look really good. I just don't like the Inosuke mask. Everything else about them looks really cool. I'd actually would like to probably see like parts of the stage play to see it like in motion. I would like to see the stage play. Um, the Demon Slayer fandom has gone nuts. And <laughs> the play, the whole story itself would actually make a great play. And I, and I think it's worth, it's worth if it I, actually comes to the U.S., even though it probably won't, I would love to it, watch it. Probably not. 
Yeah, I would still love to watch it. Video of it, like maybe if like it does well enough, there'll be a someone they'll record it for video, add some kind of effects or something like that, and maybe someone can sub it and it'll do well over here, maybe. Because I know when I was at AWA Anime Week in Atlanta uh, the other weekend, there was so many Demon Slayer cosplays, so many. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, you weren't too happy when you told me about it. You know, I just yeah. Give me a a quick recap of it was overall. I would say it was meh. It was all right. Um, all of the best panels I wanted to do were in the mornings, and unfortunately, kind of slept through those, so missed out on some of the things that I wanted to do in that regard. In terms of all there was to do, at least for my palette, there really wasn't much to do like with the panels. The people watching was great. I will say that. The people watching was amazing. Seeing people's costumes, the work they put in was really cool. There was this really, really good Monster Hunter cosplay from um, Monster Hunter World by Pirate Fox Cosplay. It was. I don't, really I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, it was really good. I, I'll post up some pictures on my Instagram later of of the event, but it was really good. And there was also a Krillin walking around with a, um, a spinning Destructo disc. <laughs> it was just a thing he was holding. And then he would spin it for pictures and hold it up and it looked like it had lights on it. It was really cool. That was cool. Was there uh, any good One Punch Man cosplays? Some... Uh, I think I remember seeing like one Saitama... I think I saw one Saitama. I don't think I saw a Fubuki or a Tatsumaki. I don't. Oh, I don't man. remember. No Fubuki, you in Atlanta? I, no none, none, none. No, there was there was um the cosplay overall was really good. And the funny thing was the thing I thought was the coolest. I was the only star platinum at the entire convention. Like I'm oh, not man. even. How, do, how how many times has that actually happened? I don't know. Like yeah, you go into a convention, you're the only costume there especially that. So we went to the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure photo shoot, literally the only Star Platinum. There were two JoJo's Bizarre Adventure photo shoots and we went to both. There were no other Star Platinums. Went just walking around and people kept being like, oh my God, I haven't seen a Star Platinum. So Diana and I would keep getting stopped, whatever we were doing, because there was no other Star Platinums. There were plenty of Jotaros around, it might be because that was the easiest one to make. I know uh, Star Platinum is not exactly an easy cosplay. And that's what cosplay. Diana and a couple other people were saying. It's so much easier to just dress up as one of the JoJo characters. You, know, you get a costume, you make the costume. It's so much easier to do that. It's a lot harder to be any stand. If I remember right, there were only four, maybe five stands at the whole convention. Everyone else was a character. I don't really watch JoJo, but I've seen pictures of those stands. And it's a reason why it was only like five stands oh, in yeah. that entire uh, It was cosplay. just surprising though. Just, I was expecting there to be <clears throat> more than just like four or five. Like, honestly, just that was it. When they, during the photo shoot, they were like, you know, calling up each group of characters or whatever. And at one point they were like, okay, any and all stands, three people got up on those stairs for a picture. Three. There was only one. three people. There were only three people at the photo shoot dressed up as a stand. And then I saw one other stand walking around who didn't make it to the photo shoot. So there were, that I can remember, I think there might have been a fist somewhere that, but there were not many stands. <laughs> at the whole convention but like i said so many people were doing demon slayer there were so many good like good demon slayer costumes. Well, when you look at demon slayer visually if you're trying to make a costume and nosuke's head is probably the hardest thing out of all of them to actually exactly. make. exactly and there were some really good ones there. i don't know if they bought them from like a shop on etsy if they made them custom how they did them probably a little bit of amazon uh, stuff something but, you never know. but they looked better than the, the the stage play one the ones i saw there was maybe one that didn't look as good as the other ones but they were really good i think i saw like f- three or four in those case 
that had the boar mask. I saw at least one Inosuke that was just the pretty boy Inosuke without the mask. Just he had the wig on with the blue hair, like blue tips. And just, it was a pretty boy. That's all he was doing, just walking around being pretty. But, <laughs> and, and the parties at Awa weren't as good as like Dragon Con. The, the late night parties weren't as good. Um, well, could you say like uh, the amount of people at Awa just lacking compared to a Dragon Con? There were not nearly as many people at Awa. And, and in some regards, that's, that's good. Because I didn't want to be crowded and bumped around like Dragon Con. There's times I don't want to just be around huge crowds of people. But there weren't that many people at AWA in terms of as it relates to Dragon Con, which and that's fine. That's not a big deal because it's more of a niche con. It's it's specifically for anime and manga. This is still spe- fairly new, right? No, AWA's been around for years. I think no. there was a panel called like 25 years of awa or somebody they've been around for a long time they've been around longer than momocon um, i feel I like the marketing was a bit bigger they, this year they, than it was in recent years so i haven't really heard awa of doesn't really market that much from what i can tell i they only reason i think i know about awa is because of anime music videos that popped up in my youtube feed hmm. but momocon advertises on billboards all around the state like you'll see momocon billboards like going towards Macon, you'll see Momocon billboards. They'll buy whole billboards to advertise for Momocon here. Dragon Con, they've been, it's an iconic con. They don't even need to advertise anymore. And they actually have a joint like advertising thing with Momocon that at Dragon Con, that you'll see plenty of Momocon advertising. And if you follow certain TV shows on IG or Facebook, those people, just like say Power Rangers or Jason David Frank, is always posting about Dragon yeah, Con. Yeah, and there it's going, when he decides to go. The con to go to in the Southeast. It is the biggest. To me, it's my big con of the year. It's the con that I always look most forward to debuting costumes. Um, and it used to be apparently Awa used to be only like couple of weeks or so after dragon con so it actually used to be a smaller crowd because you know you go from the huge spending of dragon con to awa there's not gonna be nearly as many people so apparently it was bigger this year because they shifted it out further out but it's still just i probably wouldn't do it again next year um i probably prefer next year trying out momocon to see what that what that's about since it's appealing to the same group of people, but also a little bit broader because they're also doing gaming and things. Like that. And speaking of gaming, the thing that most annoyed me about AWA was they had the arcade in an unventilated room. So they had really? box, they had <laughs> box fans at the front near the DDR boxes. Cause there was a DDR tournament and it's like, okay, DDR is still know. a thing. It's still a thing. It's still popular. The tournament was actually lit. I ain't going to front. The tournament was lit. Like people were really getting into it. It was fun to watch. But if you go past the DDR boxes, there was like no ventilation in that room. So you have all these electronics generating heat, all these bodies also generating heat. It wasn't a good time, like in the arcade. Like the games were fun, especially because I'd never played any of those games. So it was fun kind of playing around, but it was hot. Like at one point, we the first time we went into the arcade, we weren't in costume, so that was fine. The second time we were in costume, I had to get out because I'm like, okay, I have makeup on my face and it's water activated. So the sweat is going to start peeling it off. Like I need to be out. So I couldn't stay in there that long. But there are a couple of things I wish they would improve. And I think you can um, – send suggestions to them via their app. So I'm thinking about doing that, but yeah, you should. It, Cause like you're an avid cosplayer, you, you doing more and more every year. I'm like, why not do it? I'm like add more yeah. events, add more contests, market more, yeah, do something. It, 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 it can be better. And I'll, I'll work with die on seeing if we can get those suggestions out to them. But and now I'm in a con dead period. My next con isn't till july of next year we're going to blurred con in what Virginia. you going down you have any ideas i'm going to be bringing star platinum okay. uh i'm going to be bringing that back and i'm hoping i'll be done with my killmonger revamp by then 
Uh, I'm going to be doing what Vibranium Cosplay has done with his Black Panther and Killmonger and add lights to the helmet and lights to the suit to simulate, you know, the vibranium and the charging mm. of the kinetic like energy. So I'm going to try to do that. So that that's the goal. So least. you uh, show all this on your IG page, right? Yeah. Uh, all of this is on my Instagram at heartthrob underscore uh, If anyone wants to check it out and we're also linked to my IG uh, on the my anime list gets longer every day uh, ig page as well but yeah I, I do build pictures build videos just progress pictures as well just going over that most of my most of my ig is cosplay related occasionally there'll be some non-cosplay things like it and atlanta united or something gotcha. like that gotcha. we're gonna end this segment we're gonna take a little bit of a break and then we'll get back to our main topics <laughs> back uh uh, we're back back to our we're trying to get into our main segment of are there too many isekais and for those of you don't know what an isekai is my man miracle is going to lead us with this topic and kind of explain a little bit about what is an isekai so isekai in japanese literally translates to another world or different world it's you get a main character and they're transported to another through a portal, something like that, to a whole other place that isn't their own, like, home world, home planet, whatever. It's a trope that has been around for centuries, honestly, for forever. Um, we have, like, the American equivalent of, like, an isekai is, like, Alice in Wonderland, um, The Wizard of Oz, yeah. Peter Pan, Chronicles of Narnia. Those are essentially isekais. You're getting these main characters and taking them to a whole other, like, location. And they're um, normally started out by uh, interesting events. Like getting killed by Truck Coon. Truck Coon. Truck Coon is a murderer. Hey, Truck Coon has a long list of deaths on his hands. Truck Coon has a whole website of people Boy. he's killed. And then you have so, like you have Closet Coon, then you have Storm Coon. So for the, those who don't know what we're talking about, one of the funniest tropes for some isekai is uh, the character will get hit by a truck and it seems to be the same truck in all of these different anime. <laughs> And that's what's leading them going to this other <laughs> world. You'll, you'll see this truck in like Konosuba. And technically it didn't kill the it main was character. A, what is a tractor? Died from a heart attack. He died from fright. Yeah. <laughs> but so that is what an isekai is. It just literally translates to another world. And it means just a character is being transported from their home planet to another dimension, another planet, something like that. So examples would be Konosuba, the saga of Tanya the Evil, no Rising of life. the Shield Hero, Isekai Quartet. And in anime, it apparently the first anime or manga that was like an isekai was Or Battler Dunbean, which came out in 1983. I never even heard of that one. I never watched it. I've heard the title before, but I've never watched it before. I guess our first experience as kids would be actually Digimon, maybe? Yeah, uh, apparently the first big isekai was like Spirited Away. But yeah, we got Digimon not realizing that was technically classified as like an isekai. Yeah. And that's, it is. The, these because kids are being transported to the If we remember world. that first episode, it was like a storm or something. They just got hit with like a, some kind of like either a mass snow avalanche or like a water, like a giant waterfall came out of the sky or something like that. And, and they just got transported to the digital yeah, world. Yeah, and that, that was an isekai, but we didn't know that. We're just like, these kids got transported to the digital world. Yeah. But by the definition of an isekai, that, that it's an isekai. That's that's what it is. But the thing I wanted to like kind of talk about was the sheer number we've been getting recently. So like in 2019 alone, we have quite a few. Whether or not they debuted in 2019 or whether or not they fed into 2019, we have what Rising of the Shield Hero, Overlords in its third season, I think. It's third Overlords season. Overlords in its fourth? third, getting ready for a fourth. I, I think start they the fourth up, season. I think they caught up with the manga and they're just okay. going with that. And then we got from commonplace to world's strongest. We got yeah. the wrestler Isekai, which is also <laughs> hilarious. 
overly cautious hero, Okasa online. That time I got reincarnated as a slime, and all there's, of these and there's are, a lot more than wow. that. There's more. There's even yeah, if you might not name them all, there's a lot more. And those are the ones that are like out this year that we've been getting episodes for this year. Even before then, you got Drifters, Saga of Tanya the Evil, and Sword Art Online. Yeah, 2016, 2017, I think, yeah. for Saga. Uh, Tanya the evil so it seems like we're getting quite a few isekai now and i'm personally i don't really have a problem with it i know that some people might be getting isekai overload thinking it's like an isekai invasion i wouldn't exactly well me i think we're kind of on opposite ends on this one okay i'm not tired of it but I'm also kind of sick of it when it being like, you see some isekai that come out and they're basically not really trying. It's like they see a template, we're going to use that template and then we're going to put in our own story a little bit. Probably going to use the same art style as the kingdom that we're going to save. Oh, no, nah, that same kingdom has been saved about 20 times. <laughs> That's why I kind of like some of the ones we've been getting recently. Yeah, recently. Because they're trying something you. different. Uh, so, from, like, from commonplace to world's strongest sticks out the most. Yeah. Yeah. That one and Overly Cautious Hero, overly I cautious think, hero. are yeah. because they are. They're making this a parody. You can kind of say Overly yeah, Cautious exactly. Hero is a parody. Like, from commonplace to world's strongest, the guy gets super strong, gets transported, gets betrayed by one of his classmates, and he's just like, nah, screw this. I want to go home. And I'm I don't sure, care about this no more. I want to go home. And I'm sure he's not the first MC to get betrayed by that oh, classmate. Yeah, not, not but at all. he's no. definitely one of the first to be like, I'm done with all this crap, and I just want to go home. I'm like... And, <laughs> and like the title says, he became the strongest character, the strongest being And he's on, not even done world. yet. I'm like, no. the season's over, and he's going to get stronger. Yeah. It, they still have, what, four more labyrinths to clear? Something like that. If I think, if I remember he cleared, right. And he cleared the first one or two, whichever, I mean, he did by himself almost. Yeah, he cleared, he had the help of UA for... In that last, on the last yeah. level, yeah. She definitely yeah, actually did. for yeah for for the like the final bosses UA helped him yeah a bit but like but he, but he he wrecks a lot of stuff oh he does and he and like you said he's just gonna keep getting stronger because he gets more powers from those rings every time he defeats a labyrinth and, and he's like yeah, four more to and go. the one thing I like about him is like he's not just doing things missions just to be doing them he's like. How is this gonna benefit me when I exactly? He's like, how much am I gonna get paid? What's in it for me? And that's the same with overly cautious hero. Yes, I he's trying. That. Yes, he's trying to. <laughs> he's going. To, he's trying to destroy the demon lord. But hey, you want me to destroy this uh, <laughs> zombies? I how love much overly you cautious hero because it's so <laughs> ridiculously over the top. It is over the top, man. <laughs> My man beat the snot out of a god, like a god of battle, because he called it training. And then he got the guys so scared of him that he no longer wanted to hold a sword anymore. On the newest episode, when he brought Mash or Mushroom, dude is like, how strong are you? He's He's like, like, you're not using using fake out? out? Are you using fake out? And he said, no. No. Okay, we can train you. Let's get to work. I just, I love the whole mentality. So the most recent episode of Overly Cautious, I wasn't, I wasn't quite feeling it as much, but I did appreciate that they're doing a bit of world building. But for me, what's drawing me in and keeping me is how ridiculously prepared Seiya has to be before he'll do anything. And I like that he's showing growth. It's like, okay, you coming with me, y'all need to train too. And but even the only reason he wants them to train so is so they can carry, carry his stuff. His stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I'm going to get stronger so I can help you fight. No, you're a bad carrier. You carry the stuff. I just need <laughs> you to my carry. Face. It's like, can I call you my master? Sure, call me whatever, as long as you carry my stuff. <laughs> I want to be, be savage, strong. dude. He's like, I want to be super strong. So you can be as strong as you want, but all you're going to do is carry my stuff. 
Seiya is a straight zap. And then when they finally go back to the world and they're like, let me show you how strong I got. No, I have an automated magic attack that's killing anything below level 30. It's a, it's a fire phoenix. <laughs> it's hovering around. First of all, you don't even know it's there. It's a, so <laughs> It just popped out of nowhere and destroyed something that goes back in the air. It's and like, I, they're like, and they're like, okay, we got the next one. Chill out. It's like, nah, anything 30, like a level 30 or lower, it's an automatic kill. It's just going to kill. It's going to wipe it out. So, like, I, the comedy in that, I can appreciate that. And, like, from commonplace to world's strongest, that was like on the opposite end. They're, they have its their funny moments, but they're trying to be serious. And then there was like Okasan online, or do you love your mom and her two hit multi-target attacks? I I like the concept. I think we both had high hopes for that one. And then the more we watched it, the more we were like, no. To it's me, like, they were focusing too much on the son. Yeah. And the son is an annoying character. He's it's, he's annoying. I think me and you both so, agreed on the fact that the problem with the show exact was it was the son. I'm like, yeah. The the yeah. the main focus of the show was building that relationship with parents and their children. Basically, their moms and their child are having broken relationships and the game is to repair that to make them closer. My problem, and I think your problem was, the MC had no problems at all. Like he had no, only thing, only wrong with his mom was she cared too much. And she was overbearing. Was I overbearing. can understand like being annoyed with your mom because she's overbearing because she wants to take care of Well, her. yeah, I get that but too. But that when you, is... com you compare that to my mom putting hands on me. Exactly. <laughs> like the other characters, like wise, and they're like, like why their mom? Why like mom say, "I wish you were never born"? You comparing that to my mom is so good at everything, and she won't stop being in my life. Yeah, that's not at all a comparison because being annoyed at your mom and sorry like being mentally traumatized by your mom and then when she and then different all things. the times where they had serious arguments he snaps at her for no reason and she has she literally is, is in tears and yeah. hasn't done anything so like i just i think i made it to episode eight or nine before i was like I i'm not feeling this I as much as i was episode, i think they were uh going to some battle tower and I didn't even watch that. I think I watched like half of it and stopped. I, I was think done. that was the last episode I watched when they actually went inside the tower. Yeah. I just it I just wasn't feeling it as much anymore. I wasn't feeling it anymore either. It it I think I was already not feeling it anymore, but I feel like I'll uh, just keep giving it another shot. And then after a while I was just done. I didn't want to do it. It was like a lot more anime coming out, and I didn't want to waste my time with that one anymore. That that's probably that's exactly like how I was too. Because at that point we had already gotten the fall lineup, the end of fall lineup, and those had started premiering. Like and Demon Slayer Lane, was, was no gun. Demon Slayer Clive. was kicking out. It was picking up. Demon Slayer took off, and I wasn't wasting yeah. time. I think the thing that annoyed me was like Demon Slayer ended, and I think that also killed like my hype for like when Demon Slayer ended. So like Okasa Online just wasn't going to get me back up there. No. But No Guns Life and Azure Lane got me back. Like, okay, I'm going to yeah, keep Yeah, No Guns Life is definitely something. I, I won't put it on a level of Demon Slayer, but I think it's going to be really good. It's entertaining in it's ways entertaining. that like Okasa Online just hasn't been for me. I, I might at some point go back and finish Okasa Online, maybe, but uh, it's not a priority. Yeah. it's uh, that, It just falls into that category as like, when you when you go into animes like the Okasan online, like that really it's, it, it strengthens the argument of too many isekai because I'm like you can kind of compare overly cautious hero and Okasan online. They have a lot of the same aspects. They're parenting uh, isekai. You know, they have an OP mom versus the OP main character in overly cautious. They 
don't really need any help. But Overly Cautious Hero takes that extra stride and put their own spin on it. And Okasan Online kind of just, just sits back and just going with the motions. I, I feel like if Okasan Online removed the sun, <clears throat> removed Mamako. And just kept the girls? And just kept the girls and it's a... Say, the group of girls. Say the the MC's mom was that the one that was overseeing the game, and she was making sure all the families. Not even that. Like if she was just she and her son like rectified or whatever, and she just wants to make sure the other girls like you know like you kind of make her the MC and not make the her son. the MC, and she's guiding these girls to fixing the relationships with their moms. Hmm. I'd probably appreciate that more because I liked the mom. I liked the mom in the show, and I liked um, the little girl that carried everything. I can't remember her name. Yeah, yeah, I her role them. wasn't really that great, but she, but I liked her little character. Yeah, I liked her. She was cute. She was cute, just little like side character. She was the carry. She carried. I liked the mom, and I'm like, if you gave me a show with just the mom and the the group trying to like have fun in the world or like go to the battle tower and things like that, I probably like it more but because they're focusing on mamako and he's not a good character in no. my opinion I, he, he I, is I, not I just, a good character at all no. he is not he's like when you think he's going to show a little bit of development he's not showing anything yeah, just, yeah he just always falls back to the whole back. you're being overbearing and blah 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 it's like dude come on man like again she can be overbearing as a mom i get it but it's because she cares too much yeah that's true right and that is entirely different than like wise and her mom or the other girl and her mom i can't even remember the other girl there but they were pretty bad too yeah it she like, her mom was more like you know a dance mom like yeah. ridiculous like my daughter's the best at everything blah, 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 blah. And then she got like abuses and stuff like that that's about it so but yeah like it seems to me like almost every character in that show is a good character other than the mc it's like the thing about these all these isekais you have the great ones and you have the bad ones and then you have those that fall in between. They're good, but they're still bad. Yeah. Like the time I got reincarnated as a slime, I, I personally think it's really good, but I know it's bad. It's a, I think it's bad. I still haven't watched it yet, but for those who haven't seen it or know anything about it, you want to give a quick, uh, quick overview? Well, it it's basically, uh, I can't even remember the MC's real name, but the, the guy, you know, he didn't get killed by truck con. He got killed by stab con. He got stabbed in the gut, saving a friend of his. Hold on. Somebody just stole a kill from truck coon. Oh. <laughs> he stole oh. a kill. And, um, oh, no. Can't be still stealing <laughs> from truck coon. And basically, dude, like his final words to the dude was, destroy my computer. <laughs> Did that guy destroy his computer? <laughs> he he, he, he do it. He destroyed the drives. Because then, that is a true bro. He destroyed the hard drive and then dumped the computer in the bathtub. Perfect. He's a true bro. Yes. <laughs> they, hey, yes, they that man's a bro. show it. They that man is it. a bro. That is what you do. That Yes, 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 yes. Don't clear browsing history. No. Destroy the whole computer. <laughs> it's like, dude, when dude dies, it's like, you can say it's almost like a being X or a god. Or even a goddess that's helping him cross over into the Isakai. She's like, yeah. we're basically, long story short, we're going to create a body to where you're indestructible. You can copy any power, all these things. So he basically becomes a slime. And when, at first, at your first glance of it, it's like, it's just a slime. But dude is, uh, he cannot be hurt by fire. Any, uh, any animal or human he absorbs, he takes their strongest power. So there's a, uh, there is a uh, character that he absorbs, one of the girls. She, is, she basically is a demon. She was brought over too, like he was, but instead of him being uh, brought naturally, she was dragged, she was summoned. And the demon king combined her with an evil spirit. And he saved her by absorbing the spirit and letting her soul, you know, Pass go on in peace. Okay. And uh, I know that's a spoiler, but that's the only way I can bring it. And that gives him her body. But he can change that body into a male or a female. So that gives him 
So he's Kirby. Yeah. He's slime Kirby. He's blue or bluish green, whatever you want to call it. Dabu dee, dabu die. And the only, and like it's it's a lot of uh, that's a lot of things going on. He absorbs a lot. He gains all different types of powers and weapons. He Does he get to keep the powers or is he yes, like losing he keeps them all. He, he keeps, keeps all them all. Oh, wow. He can rotate and hit, and during battles he can rotate each type of weapon power. That whatever. sounds OP as and, all. And then he out. has a and then when he fights a really difficult uh monster, he has an automatic mode where his body just his consciousness stops and his body takes over on its own and just goes and spazzes out and just takes out stuff. So it's really good. The first episode, two episodes, is basically a world builder where he's going around and absorbing different creatures, spiders, okay. snakes. And it's not really boring. It's a really good episode. It's showing where, he, when, when you actually get deep into the anime, you see where all the powers come in. Okay. And, do okay. The and then finally, before he actually gets out, he, he absorbs a sealed thunder dragon. Like, yeah, dude okay. is OP. He's like, I'm going to absorb you and then let you out. By me absorbing you, I will destroy the seal. So he absorbs the seal and the dragon, all that. <laughs> but the dragon didn't come out. <laughs> so the, basically the dragon lives in his consciousness and eventually he'll learn how to use that dragon's powers. So whenever somebody sees him, they're like, oh shit, who is that? They sense the dragon's powers inside. Even though he's him. a slime. Even though he's a slime. <laughs> like, you know how they do, like, uh, in Overly Cautious Hero, they have the magical, they check your magic. Oh, scan. They scan. They scan. It's not exactly like that, but they can scan. But like, they sense the presence of that his, dragon. His presence of the dragon. It's, it's like a little slime, and then you see all this injury, energy behind him. It's just nuts. I need to give that a watch. I've been meaning to watch it for a while. I like it. I like it. And the other thing about this show is most monsters have no names. When you give them a name, they gain powers. But it also, okay. but by doing that, it drains you of your magic. So when he names and a whole goblin village, they make them strong, but he passes out and he sleeps for like three days straight. Interesting. By, by naming someone, you're giving them a bit of yourself. And you're oh, saying, okay. I was actually about to like, ask. Like, how it's is that like draining? the reason he's okay. also so strong because the dragon gave him his last name. The dragon gave okay. Slime his last name. Okay. So, and that gave him a shit ton of powers. It's just crazy. And then by him doing that, he turned one old ancient goblin into like this geeked out. <laughs> How strong I think I about? saw yeah. that clip. I yeah. think I saw that clip that you're talking about with the yeah. goblin just being super swole. And it's like, bro, weren't you just old? Is yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> and like his, like, uh, it's a lot. I can go into it, but I'll be spoiling it. But like I said, I personally like it. Okay. But I will not put it on the level of a from commonplace to well strongest mm -hmm. or uh, or even overlord. I won't even put it on that level. But I will put it above Okasan online. So it's a it's a fun watch. It's though. a fun it's watch. Fun watch. Because you know, I mean? okay. it's it's the fights are pretty good. They don't last long, but they're still pretty good. The okay. art style is great. There's thickness. Uh, yeah, that yeah, it is. There's thickness. I think the story, the actual story, is okay. They only got one. It's only one time where the feels get you, and it's one is when the girl comes that I told you about because you like the girl. Cause she's not a great, she well she is a but great, I hate feels. It's only one time she is a great character, and you like Bruh. the girl, and you see the relationship that's building between the two. But you know, you know, I've already kind of spoiled it. But she got, feels, no. It's only one time. Didn't they? I after hate that, feels. After that, they immediately go back into the hype. <laughs> I'll I'll still give it a watch. I just I'm not a it's fan. It's not of long. Feels. It's not long. Let me see here. Let me look it up. Is it still going, or is it like on a season break? It's or? Not, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I know the season. The season ended a while ago. Okay, so See, I, I think the manga is still going. Uh, you can look Let's it take up. A look, you can look it up. So there's 24 episodes of the anime and an OVA. 25. 
Uh, or two OVAs, sorry, two OVAs. 25 and OVA. That's what I see right now. Okay. Oh, anime, so, uh, anime take anyway. Okay. So uh, as soon as I finish this bet I have with one of our fancy football team members and Yakitate <laughs> Japan, I'll definitely give this a watch. Ah, uh, yeah, it's a good watch. It's, it never huh? really gets boring, even on the downtime moments. It's pretty good. And it's only 24 episodes. That's not too bad of a watch. No. Um, uh, I'm 24? still. I just got over 24, doing five. Well, okay, maybe and the maybe, OVAs. Maybe the last one I'm looking at is an OVA, but it got. 25. It could be. I got. I'm on Wikipedia, but you're on Anime Take, so Anime Take has sure 25 and right. OVA. Okay. And I'll and, post that link to this and a couple of different uh, isekais that we've been talking about in the YouTube description, so people will be able to find it pretty easily. Because we've been listening to the fans, and that's what's been asked. Include links, so we'll be yeah. doing that. I'm definitely you guys can links. take a look at some of our recommendations and some of our isekai, another anime that we talk about. But uh, with all that being said, I kind of like all those different takes on an isekai. Like, I like the concept of Okasan online, even though the execution isn't, hasn't been the best. I think that I was like the, the problem. Concept. It just didn't get executed properly. And I still haven't seen Rising of the Shield Hero, but one of our friends, Javi, has been suggesting it until something major happened that got him to stop watching. He said it, it, so. he said it deviated from the manga. On, yeah, so uh, maybe I'll read on. the manga instead of, uh, instead of watching that. But I personally like the different takes on the Isekai. So like Rising of the Shield Hero is like a completely dark take on the Overlord, Isekai. Overlord is the complete opposite. I, Overlord is... Well, from from the Goody Goody Hero um, anime, not Rising Child Hero. Yeah. Well, Overlord is basically, you know, I think I spoke about it before. It's a guy that uh, it's a video game, but he got he gets stuck in a video game and transported to a different world, and instead of saving that world, he's the demon lord, and he he basically destroyed it. And that's kind of cool. It's like it's flipping the rules. You're not brought to a different world to save it. You're brought into a different world, and you're trying to dominate and it. like, and, kind of and cool, I think the best part of it cool is takes. like you see the other side of it is like you know that the heroes are trying to conspire to defeat them but it's like everything they're doing normally would work and they're just getting wrecked I actually saw a pretty good Ainz Al Ghul at um at Awa it was pretty good I didn't get to get a picture of him because he got away from me too fast. I got flagged down. And by the time I was done, he was already gone. But I did see a pretty good Ainz. It was pretty dope. <laughs> it was great because Ainz is a technician. He he can wreck stuff, but he tries to what he what he does is instead of going in brute force, he goes in either sometimes politically or sometimes he'll send a soldier in and It'd be like a one-on-one, me versus the strongest soldier. That way nobody dies. Whoever wins, wins. But if we beat y'all, we take over your village and we take your army. He goes in like that. And there's also a little... I don't know if you've seen Isakai Quartet. No, I haven't seen but, that uh, yet. There is a, a little banter back and forth that constantly happens where... Uh, I can't remember his name. Let me look. Hold on one second. So who would you think is more overly prepared? Seiya from Overly Cautious Hero or Ainz from Overlord? Oh, it's definitely Seiya. Only Seiya? Seiya. Ainz is prepared military-wise. And, you know, he goes in and makes sure that when he fights, he knows everything about the area, the country, the king, everybody that works for him, all that. But when he figures that out, he has the power to go ahead and do it. Seiya probably does the exact same thing and has the power to do it, but then he'll go train. I also feel like Seiya <laughs> doesn't know like things that happen. Like he'll go through all these possibilities, mm-hmm. and instead of being like, I'm gonna prepare for the most, you know, the highest chance possibility, he prepares for all possibilities. Like when they were in the most recent episode, when they went to buy torches and he asked Mash, how many torches do you think we should buy? And Mash was like, 50. 50. And say it was like, wrong. We're buying 500 torches. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, okay, that's way way too much. Okay. 
That's <laughs> so crazy. So it but sounds like it. it sounds like Ayn's actually plans for possibilities and say it just over prepares for any type of potential possibility. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to find this, and it's just every character I'm looking at comes up except for the one. <laughs> That's crazy. I would think that. I need. I do need to watch Overlord, and again, that's been on my list for the longest, longest time. Yeah, he's watching Overlord. I've been trying to get you to watch Overlord. I know you have forever. I know, but again, that's the whole point of this podcast. My anime list gets longer every day. You know what? That was, screw it. Anyway, I can't find the character at all. But it's Ainz and I, I believe either his second in command or just his mil- his military liaison. Every time his military liaison speaks, he he speaks as if Ainz already knows what's going on. <laughs> it's like say uh, he has he say uh, there's something happens in the village, and then one of Ainz's people gets into a fight, takes over it or destroys it, and they have a meeting with all the generals and his liaisons. Like, don't worry. Ainz already thought this would happen, so he went on ahead and told me to send our army there. <laughs> he sent our army there to take over and help out our soldiers that's in the field. He said, the great Ainz already figured it out. He doesn't need to explain anything, but go ahead and explain your battle plan, sir. <laughs> that's just this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, and, and the funny part is, they they cut the irons and, and his voice in his head is talking. It's like, I don't know what he means. Well, I don't know what you all. just were talking about. And then he just BS or something and it works. <laughs> That's all it really is. Okay. But Overlord is so good. I think I've been watching, I watched Overlord a while ago. When it first came out, I don't think it's getting is just due, to be honest with you, but I do think it's really good. That's one of the ones I'd be like, I'm okay with this isekai. This one is really good. Do so, I put so it? So let's let's feed into that. Would you put it as your most favorite isekai? What is your top five isekai? What would you say is your top five isekai? Would Overlord top that list? What's I had to think about five? that one. I had to think about that one because there were there are some good isekai that came out recently and been out. If I'm going by that list, Overlord would be my number one, but it would be a tight race. Okay. What Overlord What are the be, others? What What else? My is number two would be from commonplace to world strongest. That's a solid. Pick. We've been ta- we've talked about that one just about every episode that we've done. Yeah, just that's a about, good one. At least two of the episodes, maybe three now. Um, number three, no game, no life. I still haven't watched that. It's it's it's. I, I, that. I think it's I think it's a really good one. It's about these two, this brother-sister combo. They're gamers. They're super, super introverts, like the worst kind. And they can't communicate with people when they're not together. They play, they play games. They're so good at games that people think they're cheating. Like they're like doing something wrong. Like they're, they're like found some type of code to overpower the characters. Like, dude's so bored with games sometimes, he can play with his feet. Yeah, that's how good he's got. So, basically, the god of this world comes to them and say, come, help save this world, play our games. There's no fighting because there's no – but fighting and killing has been ruled as, like, automatic death. We don't do that here. So, our laws is all about gaming. And the list of – let me uh, find – since we're on that subject – uh, no game, no life rules. There are 10 rules or the 10 pledges. Uh, pledge number one, all, mur- all murder, war, and robbery is forbidden in this world. Number two, all conflict in this world will be resolved through games. Number three, in games, each player will bet something that they agree is equal of value. Number four, as long as it doesn't violate pledge three, anything may be bet and any game may be played. 
Number five, the challenged party has the right to decide the rules of the game. Number six, any bets made in accordance with the pledges must be held. Seven, conflicts between groups will be conducted by designated representatives with absolute authority. Number eight, being caught cheating during a game is grounds for an instant loss. Number nine, in the game of God, in the name of God, the previous rules may never be changed. Number 10, let's all have fun and play together. And that 10th rule was kind of in. I guess they wasted all the time on the first nine and thought the sure. was whatever. But the thing about it is they're so good at gaming that they cheat all the time. They said they did in the rules. It didn't say you couldn't cheat. It's just you shouldn't get if caught. You're caught. Yeah. So that's fair. I think I think those list of rules and the way this world is set up makes it a very original isekai. I haven't seen anything like it. I think the, that's one of my favorites. Only reason I put it. Uh, what did I put it at? Number three. Did I say number three? Yeah, you're on number three. The only reason I put it at three is because Commonplace, World Strongest, and Overlord are just that much better. Mm -hmm. But those two are neck and neck to me. Number four, Conosova. Conosova is ridiculous. It is, and you're only one season in. You have a whole other season. season I just finished finished that season today, actually. I finished it today. And it's what? Every time I watch it, I'm either laughing or I'm pissed off. <laughs> That's pretty That's much the best it is. part is it's always got you laughing. Yeah. That's the best I'm part. I'm laughing or I'm mad because it's just ridiculous. It's a it's a parody of Isekai itself, I think, isn't it? Does it like make fun kind of? I don't know if it's really making fun, but they're not serious at all. They're not serious at all. It's they're like not serious at any point. It's like they're uh he wants to be the hero MC, but it doesn't always work out that way at all. Like even when he wins, he loses. Like I mean, that's what happens. You have a useless goddess helping you, Aqua. Aqua, Aqua that's so <laughs> bad. It's so bad. And coming in at my number five favorite isekai is the first half of Sao Sword Art Online. Why only the first half? The first half of Sword Art Online, SAO for short, I'm just keep saying SAO, is so good that if they continue on that path, it will be my number one. SAO is about kids and adults getting stuck inside a video game. Uh, and if they if anybody on the outside world takes off their virtual helmets, they instantly die. If they die in the game, they die in real life. In the first two episodes, there was like a mass suicide of people that just could not stand to be stand in. to be in the game, or they just didn't believe it. There was a mass suicide, a couple hundred people. Um, as, as without giving any spoilers, as they went throughout the game, and you know, they were so there's like a couple of different factions. There's a faction that were actually. In order to get the game, you need to beat the game, which it was 100 stages, 100 stages. And the MC, what was his name? I can't Kirito. Remember. Kirito. Kirito. He was, a, he was a solo player. He did everything on his own. Slowly, he started trusting people and going on missions with other people, but it was mainly on his own. And I like that. The problem I have with the, with the show is that they cut it shorter than it should have been. Because if they wanted to, they could have made 100 episodes of them completing each stage. Or 150, however you want to talk about it. But that first half was so good, that second half turned into a freaking love story. Between Kirito and his old lady. Asuna. And I like Asuna. She is a great character when she's not crying or worried about Kirito. Oh, man, you mean you didn't love all those feels? No. 
and you stop watching after the third episode because of the feels. And the feels were there early, but Earth it didn't affect the story. Like it didn't affect the story. But then all of a sudden, they got a child, which was actually yep. a, a computer program. And that's when I was like, nah, I'm done. I'm done. We getting way too feels territory. We making a family? Nah, bro. They made a family. Nah. If they stuck with that. the main, if they stuck with the main premise of the story, is like clear these hundred stages to get out. Kirito, lone player, solo player. He's so good he can beat bosses on his own. Keep focusing on that. But also, but then all of a sudden, the Asuna love story. We're gonna take a break away from all the fighting and go live together with the cabin with our child. Yeah, no, nah, I was, I was good after that. I was like, no. Nah. That's yeah. why I say the first half. I don't even remember how many episodes exactly was in Sword Art Online, but I would say the first 20, 25 episodes were really good. Maybe. I gotta go. I haven't watched it in a while. But it was just it was so good. And then it just it didn't and then it didn't finish well, I don't think. Now they've had other shows. They had Gun Gale, which I liked. That one was good. They got a new season. They got a new uh, season out, actually, and the one before. They have two previous new seasons that are out now, and one continuous right now. Uh, I haven't even Wikipedia, watched. Wikipedia, we're getting a live-action series from Netflix. <sighs> yeah, no, thank you. So, yeah, they have a following, and I've seen most of the stuff because I've just I put in a lot of time, and I just kept watching. I have not seen any of the new stuff yet, even if it's good or not. But yeah, that's my five. And honestly, I could probably take off Sword Art Online and put Overly Cautious Hero on at number five or four and rotate it around. But just being the fact that I've actually stuck around and watched it and I really love that first half of SAO, it's my number five. Okay. Yeah. So, my boy, Miracle, what is your number five? I mean, I mean, well, not even number five. Like, what is your top five? I'll, I'll, I'll go with number five. I'll go from the bottom up. So my number five is Digimon. Like just straight up. There's yeah. so much nostalgia there. And I would put that on my list it. too. But you know, I'm glad you put it on there. I remember watching. What was it? Middle school, high school. Whenever it made it yeah. here to the states. When it made I think states, it was I like Digimon. it was like middle school, maybe a little bit. So it it, it was a fun one. It wasn't trying to be overly serious. It, the only thing I can say I disliked about Digimon is unlike Pokemon, the, the Digimon reverted back to a form after their Digimon their level form. But it never made any it didn't make sense to me because there would also be wild versions of like their Digivolved forms. That like, just stayed their form. That stayed that form. Like one of the big bads in one of the later seasons, Black War Greymon. Well, stayed Agumon, Black War Greymon. He stayed that. He never dev- digi- like devolved back to like a Black Agumon or Black Greymon. He stayed Black War Greymon, but Agumon had to keep reverting back from War Greymon. There were times Agumon reverted back to his egg stage. I think that was when he like when he went metal. There was it was when he he first metal. When he he first went metal Greymon, he went Skull Skull Greymon. Skull Skull Greymon. Skull Greymon. Skull Greymon. Which I actually liked Skull Greymon. To be honest, I like that whole concept of like if you desync with your digimon and they turn into this evil negative version, basically this negative negative emotions. energy the negative emotions they become this evil digimon i actually like that but they don't they didn't really touch that again they only did that from with, the seasons that they i only watched. did that with ty and uh they also did it with ken when uh when he was the digimon emperor oh yeah i forgot he was yeah one of the later seasons and yeah the later but, seasons. yeah but they never touched on that that much i thought it was pretty cool yeah i thought it was a cool concept but it's like, like when they forced it's times when, oh yeah they did they did it did uh digimon tamers when uh guillemon I, I watched tamers i watched oh. tamers T- okay guillemon and i can't remember it was it was uh it was basically it was Digimon saying, but it was interactive. They had cards to help boost their Digimon. Okay, I know I didn't. I know I didn't. And it was, I know you probably didn't watch. I watched it. I thought it was good. And then, uh, yeah, the dude, uh, Guillemon's tamer, a uh, uh, friend of theirs, Leomon, died saving a friend of theirs. Okay. He got so mad, he made Guillemon Digivolve to Ultimate or Mega. I can't remember. And dude almost destroyed the digital world. Oof. Yeah, I know. I need to go 
catch up on some Digimon just for the nostalgia. I yeah, know you Digimon also got me- Try is great. I actually have Digimon Try. I need to finish it. I think I made it three or four episodes in. I need to finish. Yeah, they're it. finished. They're finished. Definitely with that. Now, finish it was like one. a four or five parter, but they dropped three or four episodes each time. So yeah, I think I have all the episodes that are out. I need so, to go double check. But I do need to finish that. But yeah, Digimon's my number five. Just the nostalgia. Yeah. from it what's that my number five <laughs> number four for me is drifters i've talked about it before um it, it's great other than the fact that we still haven't gotten a second season i'm still mad we haven't gotten a second season <laughs> but the general concept is these great historical figures that died in like the mist of combat get transported to a fantasy world and they come in two different factions depending on which god summoned them there one side is trying to destroy the fantasy world the other side is trying to save it it's kind of cool you have like nobunaga joan of arc um i've seen a rasputin episode. it's it's pretty cool it's pretty cool I, I like the concept i just really want a second season so bad oh you get it in 20xx i hate you i hate you i don't <laughs> wait that long um, number three on my list is Saga of Tanya the Evil. So we, we've talked about it before. Um, it's a solid one. It's it's a funny one. Just funny in that you have a 10-year-old girl leading a platoon of soldiers. And, and it's wrecking everything. Wrecking everyone's lives as a 10-year-old girl. It's kind of funny in that regard. Sick, but kind of funny. Uh, number two on my list is from commonplace to world strongest. We, we've talked about it. It's it's a really good isekai. It's really good. Just that's, can't wait for the second season. That's all the more I can say about it. It's really good. Guy's got a harem just trying to leave this world. He doesn't and even want the harem. He, he really doesn't. doesn't. He, he just doesn't wants UA. Want <laughs> he just wants UA. And the others are just around for the ride. And it keeps growing. And and the way they sit, I don't even know if people noticed it. The way they sit in the car, that's where they're ranked. <laughs> yep, and that's why Yue's always in the front, and that's why Shea and Tio are like, why are we stuck back here? <laughs> and then the new girl, the last girl, she's like third. No, she's she's third behind his daughter. Yeah, yeah. Heck, Shea and Tio are behind his daughter. Yeah. They're both on. And old girl he had a crush on hopped in the harem. Yeah, she's We third. don't know where she's at. She's actually... She's third? She's we closer know she's... to the yeah. She's closer to the front. She's closer, right okay, closer to the front. Okay, because the daughter and Lowly Vampire up front, and she's right behind them. Okay, I gotcha. She's third. I'm I'm here for Tio though. Tio the perverted. I think you're the dragon only woman. one here for Tio. I love Tio. Perverted dragon. Like oh my goodness. And number one on my list of top isekai is overly cautious hero. I... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the funniest things i've ever seen just the over preparedness diana's hooked on it after um we talked about it before in one of the previous episodes she asked if we could watch it together we started watching it and she's hooked um she watched episode five oh i think God. last night i think we we're going to talk about it later but uh she liked it 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 is beyond hilarious just the over preparedness say it goes through too <laughs> get ready for any situation <laughs> but yeah that's my top five digimon drifters the saga of tanya the evil from commonplace to world's strongest and overly cautious hero that those are my top five isekai like again any one of those like even even like rewatchability they're they're all strong digimon might be the longest rewatch but still they're all and that would be a ridiculously episodes. long rewatch with all the seasons yeah. but they're great but hey if you want to rewatch those fights just go on youtube oh yeah and like find the, them the yeah. war greymon metagurumon fight is still one of their best fights when they go against each other my favorite fight of all time is when they first get omnimon from the digimon movie oh yeah when he's metal gururumon more merges with a uh, war greymon that movie itself is still pretty good like, oh God, I I love that movie. But that fight where Omnimon they they tie and uh I forget the other characters Matt, name are crying think, Matt, Matt are yeah. crying over their Digimon and that allows them to merge and digivolve into Omnimon. Oh my god. Uh that that, that is still a hype moment for That's me. good. My favorite my favorite arc of that series though is the Dark Masters arc. You got Piedmon, Puppetmon, Seedramon. Is it Metal Metal Seedramon? 
and Machine Jermon, which is my favorite. Machine Jermon is my favorite. Piedmon and Puppetmon are a toss-up for me. Those are two of my favorite dark dark masters. I Those really like them. Man, we can do a whole episode on that. We have uh, to be honest with you. That might have to be an episode suggestion. Uh, nostalgia. Oh. And no, anime, anime no, nostalgia. Don't started on that we one, could be on that for hours. That could be the longest podcast we have. As far as our recommendations go, mine would be, I, again, I would say Overlord, or I would even say I got reincarnated as a slime. So I will do uh, the time I got reincarnated as, as a slime will be my recommendation. Uh, for me, I'm going to recommend Overly Cautious Hero. It's still coming out now. They only have five episodes out, but it's it's hilarious. So if you're looking for a good laugh, Overly Cautious Hero is is the way to go. All right. I think we had another successful episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and also check out the links that we put in the description for these anime. Go watch them. Enjoy them. And heck, uh, for some audience feedback, leave your favorite Iskai in the comments below or the YouTube video or leave a voice message on anchor.fm. Tell us your favorite Iskai. We'd love to hear from our listening audience. All right. See you next time. Coming real with the next episode. This is really, don't make this a thing. <laughs> ah, it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a, it's a thing. <laughs> 